This show hits on a 16. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media, Sheep. And now it's time for the show that gets knocked down but can't get up again. It's lower back really hurts. It gets knocked down but can't get up again. It's lower back really hurts. It's Saturday night Napsock. Hey everybody, I'm Ken Napsock and welcome to episode 69 of Saturday Saturday night uh, Saturday night Napsock. <laughs> uh, don't do, play cat. Please, please don't do it. Please, Ken, please don't do it. But it's, <laughs> it's hard not to hear that number and and, and uh, laugh, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, Ken, Ken, but, but, you know, can you can you try not to? Can you try not to go there, please, please? <laughs> no, PD, no, I'm going to go there. You hear that number 69, you start thinking about it, you start giggling, you start going back to when you first heard about it. And it's just, it's so funny. Like, and you want me, you want me to deny that? Everyone in the audience is thinking it. When they hear, when they hear a Saturday Night Absuck 69, they're in their cars or their offices or in their office bathrooms where they're listening and crying about their jobs. And they're laughing. Petey, they're laughing. Yeah, yeah. But we're trying to make this show more accessible and, and marketable. And, and I just don't think you go in that direction um, with that. Um you know, the number and the, and the connotations behind it. I just don't think that's what you should do. Da, 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 charity church mouse over there. Petey in his booth of your bubble of safety. That's what I'm going to call it. Took me a while, but I got there. Yeah, you know, Petey, what, 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 you know, I'm not ashamed of, of, of talking about that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm not, I'm not afraid of it. 69. 69. Okay. <laughs> When I hear it, I just picture it all in my head. Gosh, oh, it's the best. You're, you're a child, a, an absolute juvenile delinquent. Oh, Petey, that you got too far. Why, why, why are you go? Why are you going that far? It's not my fault. I, I, I didn't do it. All right, Leo DeRocher was a, was a good baseball man. Uh, you know, Leo the Lip, and, and he had the Cubs up, and what, what, you know that black cat runs across the field, and whammo, the Cubs. The 69 Cubs collapse, which leads to the Miracle Mets. I mean, that's that's funny stuff. And a, a cursed, you know, a cursed cat spreading across the field. I, I titter every time I think about it. Oh. Oh. Oh, you're talking about the famous 1969 Chicago Cubs baseball collapse. Yeah, because it's because it's funny, but it's also, it's also a little tragic because I, I think that was... One of Ernie Banks's like last chances to get to the World Series with that team, and he didn't do it. And it, 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 Mr. Cub never got to the series, which is a shame. He's one of the greats uh, of the game, and he never got there. I mean, similar to Mattingly, you know, similar to Mattingly. Year before Mattingly breaks in, the Yankees get the World Series. Year after, the Yankees win it. You know, I, it's tragic, it's, but it's funny. The '69 Cubs collapse. Is is funny. I think the curse of the Billy Goat was real up until 2016. I'll tell you that much, Petey. Ah, uh, I yeah, um, hello, yeah, it's real, real funny stuff there. Uh, Cubs, uh, Sammy Sosa, Hack, Hack Wilson. Yeah, er, er, that's great. Phew. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you you can carry on. Sorry, sorry for interrupting you. Wait. Well, hold up. What did you think I was thinking about, Petey? What? What are you? What are you talking about? Uh, 
No, nothing, Ken. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You can move on with the show. Welcome to the show. Got a fun, special kind of show today. Maybe kick it off a new kind of series here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm shaking my head at you because uh, we're not moving on to explain what you're talking about, Peter. What, do you, what else have you got to do on a Saturday? Well, I, I, I usually spend Saturday evenings drinking Earl Grey tea and applying for jobs. Oh, but, but, but look who's a tea drinker. Jerk, what what were you talking about? Just tell me. Well, you know, you know, sixty sixty nine is is like it's a it kind of means you know with, with two adults um, get drunk in Vegas and want to change it up a bit. Pegging? Oh no, no. I mean, well, I, yeah, occasionally if you're staying at the Palazzo, but um. Yeah, I no, no, never, never mind, never mind. It's some sort of, it's some sort of sex position. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. You, like, you seriously don't know, Petey? Do I look like a man that tries in bed? I mean, I've I've seen who you're engaged to. You you have to be doing something right. Yeah, paid all my bills on time. Uh, okay. Wow. I've already learned a lot today. All right, whatever. I'll I'll go on OnlyFans and research what that number means. Anyways, hello everybody. Welcome to. Episode 69 of Saturday Night Napsock. Now Petey is laughing in the booth. I'm going to ignore it. Whatever. Why are you laughing? Petey, why are you laughing? I, I just can't believe how dense you are. All right. Whatever. Okay. We're, we're going to press on. Today is a very special episode of Saturday Night Napsock. Now, I was doing some traveling. I was in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Last week, like Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh, right? Uh-huh. Young Guns 2 reference for all the cool kids out there. I had a great time. Uh, Grace and I, Mark Ellis, Christian Ruvacaba, uh, Jen Murrow, Roger Craig Smith. Oh, man. It was Brian Perez and his girlfriend, Lori. You hear, you hear he has a girlfriend, Lori. Yeah she, yeah, she was out there, too. Great time. Great time. I did not miss Saturday Night Napsack, but contractually I had to return. But I am also traveling. I am I am on the road this weekend going to beautiful Victorville, California for a uh, book signing for Why We Love Star Wars. I'm <laughs> a published author. And then uh, we ha- I'm hanging around for some Star Wars trivia there uh, and then probably hitting a Sonic Burger on the way out. Uh, and uh, getting uh, some burgers, tots, and an ocean water and hitting the open road. So uh, we have to do kind of a special taping this week, different kind of show. Plus, we're saving on some of the budget by not bringing in the regular uh, cast members or uh, contributors to the show. But that is actually kind of what this show is about. This is a very special Q&A episode. Uh, we've done uh, – do you hear the deep breath I had to take? You hear that, Petey? It's like, that's what I have to do every time I talk now. Well, uh, maybe you shouldn't go to Don Cuco's in downtown Burbank and have a $60 lunch by yourself. Oh, man. I could still feel those long, hard taquitos hitting the back of my throat. Oh, no. Mm, but yeah. Anyways, this is, uh, you know, we've done Q&A shows before. And, and if you ever listen to like a podcast or their YouTube channel... I've explained this before, I'm sure, but if, if they do a Q&A episode, it kind of means they're, they've are they run out of ideas or they don't want to think of any ideas that week or maybe they are traveling and they're like, let's just do a Q&A. People love those. Yay. 
People don't, but these shows do them, uh, and it's kind of, uh, it's kind of, you know, it's it's a placeholder. So this is a placeholder episode, but it's a special Q and A series. We're launching something that's going to probably return. Uh, it's called Get to Know Your SNNers. You know, when you read that, PD, it, it looks like sinners. You see that on the on the copy there. You see, you see what I'm seeing. Look at that. Looks S N. N apostrophe E R S S N Nners. I know that because I'm perceptive, but I think the casual host would say sinners, don't you think? Uh, yeah, it it's amazing how many people are one step behind you. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're acting weird today, Petey. So this series, uh, get to know your S N Nners. Is going to be from time to time. We're going to put these up here, and you're going to get to ask questions specifically of some of the uh, personalities that are on this uh, show and on this network, Saturday Night Napsock. And they felt what better way, and truly, what better way to begin this this wonderful new series? Like you're going you're going to have uh, Doctor Lancaster. Uh, you're going to have Nolan Guthrie. That a-hole, Ted Jennings, uh, all of them. They're going to come on here, and you're going to have a chance to submit questions and and see where where it goes. Uh, And it works. It is fine. Like I said, Flopsy, maybe not Grumps. I don't think we get Grumps in for that, but maybe Flopsy. I don't know. Uh, But they're going to start with me because, again, who better? This is my Saturday Night Knapsack. I'm Knapsack in that title. So uh, we've got, what do we got, Petey? Five questions today? Uh, Yeah, we felt we could uh, keep your attention for... Five, four, but we're we're, we're trying to stretch it to five. Questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry, what was that? Uh, we, we we got five questions. We hope. Well, then let's get this started, Peter. <laughs> I like when I call you that. It's mocking. Uh, let's get it going, Petey. Uh, question number one is right here on this. Can't reach it. Uh, on this little. Get my spectacles. Hold on here. Where's my glasses? There they are. Okay. Question number one from Anonymous. Um, when do you feel your career peaked? Oh, that's a great question there. I got to tell you, where, when do I feel it, it hit the absolute tippity top? Um, yeah, I, w- I would say 2017. I had been a couple, you were a few years into me producing the Schmoes No Movie Podcast. I made a name for myself with... Some of the news bits that people loved. And uh, then I transitioned over to Screed Junkies, where I rightfully was uh, buried behind the scenes and uh, not let on air much uh, for good reason. Absolutely good reason. They waited to trot me out until I got hammered. You know, it was then bring on the clown. And it was a lot of fun. Um, we, all those memories are erased now, but they're, they're, they're a lot of fun. And uh, then I, that's when I made the transition over to uh, Collider, which was uh, looked like the better opportunity at the time. So I jumped ship, went over there. And that was 2016. And then we raced into 2017. And, you know, Star Wars is firing on all cylinders. I was added on that uh, Star Wars program they had over there. Um, you know, a lot of people were watching uh, the movies. We got, we're going to the premieres, which is, uh, you know, just a byproduct of being part of the movie press. And that we went to Star Wars Celebration Orlando. Now, I'd never been to Orlando, 
And I got to tell you, I don't even know if I'll ever go again. But, you know, it wasn't the town per se that would keep me away. It was it was definitely the long, long crosswalks across streets. I had to cross the street five times a day from the hotel to get over to, uh, that was our home base, uh, to get over to the convention center. And it was, it with the humidity, and then you're crossing this long crosswalk on this hot asphalt, the crotch rot was real, is all I'll say, Petey. You know what I mean? I'm just going to say I don't. All right, okay. Shows what kind of boring life you're living in that bubble. So, at that convention, man, I got to tell you, it was... It was a it was a controlled frenzy whenever we the 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 collider a-holes were walking around. And I was feeling on such time I was getting stopped every three feet by a fan. And a lot of times I try to be nice and say listener. But in Orlando at Star Wars Celebration 2017, it was fan. And it was you can't I don't have an ego. Why are you why are you snickering, Petey? I, you're weird today, Petey. I don't have an ego about myself, but in Orlando, I couldn't help but have one. Because every three feet, someone was stopping you, coming up to you. Can, hey, can I um, can I get your autograph? Can I get a picture? Uh, can you uh, get out of my way? I have to get over to see Harloff. You know, a lot of stuff like that. And it was great. And we had the first ever Star Wars movie trivia schmodown championship match hoopla, whatever it was. Uh, It was me against some other cats. uh, uh, And Jenny Nicholson was there. Man, her insight is always on point. Um, It's definitely not uh, misguided at all. And we and and then Whitworth, the guy who does all the voices that uh, is a solid cat. Um, and I told him I loved him in the mist and, and um, he, he did, pretended not to know me. But we um, we competed and, and there was 500 people in that spot, uh, in that in that convention hall that we were in. And I got to tell you, again, I'm, I'm a humble peasant in my soul. When I came out and those people were screaming and then, you know, I admit it, I got a little lucky. Whitworth kind of blanked on a question. He blanked on a question and I I went to sudden death and I answered a question. Uh, James Arnold Taylor was the answer and I won the first ever Star Wars movie trivia championship. I never won another match again in my life, by the way. Uh, people don't remember that or maybe they do and they'll wait to remind me at the right time. But I, I there was a highlight and if people scream, but ah, you know, I beat the, I beat, beat the YouTuber from Seattle He's a nice guy. Uh, he, no, he really is. And and uh, I miss him. I think actually, he's a really nice guy. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, walking around, and, and I'll, I, I, I've mentioned this story other places. Petey, is this, is this story boring you? Uh, you can keep going. I, I'm filling out this uh, application on LinkedIn. Oh, you ingrate. We pay you well. Uh, I had to ask Netflix if they could break it up into smaller payments. Well, then cancel your Netflix if you... <laughs> Anyways... Yeah, so I've told the story before, but I, I was in that bathroom. I had some con floor pizza, and if and if you know anything about con floor pizza, it's that it destroys your gut, 
and it's a ticking time bomb and you've got to get to the nearest facilities. And by that, I mean the Thomas Crapper. And I went there and I did. I think it was back then I was wearing like boot cut jeans, boots, long sleeve t-shirts. It basically looked like a construction foreman who had just got fired. And I, I popped in to uh, the facilities, used them to my utter relief. And then when I came out, someone was waiting there to say hi to me. And they said, I saw you go in here, followed you in here. I saw that you were in there uh, taking a grumpy and I didn't want to bother you. Um, so I decided to wait right outside of the stall to meet you. And they got it. We went out of the bathroom. We went into the main convention area and we, we snapped a photo and, um, for I thankfully they didn't think I was Dave Filoni, which happened a lot in 2019 in Chicago. Less gray in my beard, maybe at the time. The Filoni, even then, 2017, he, you know, he is uh, yeah, he's like the same age as me. If you want to compare uh, success and resumes, so yeah, uh, that was it. And that right there, that moment, I don't remember who this person was. I don't even I don't even remember seeing the picture on social media. Uh, that, to me, was when I felt at the tippity-top. I felt I was at the peak, and it was uh, the peak of my career, and, and it was all up from there. You know what I mean, Petey? Uh, yeah, again, that's... Uh yeah, that's that's not what peak means. It means that's uh, that's when you kind of like ascended to the top, and then by uh, by definition, it's all downhill from there. Just so you're clear. Well, what? Well, that's kind of a mean spirited question, don't you think? I don't like that one at all. No, no, sirree, Bob. Let's move on to the next question here. Who would send that anonymous? weird question two here on the get to know your snsers snners see i said it wrong we gotta we gotta think of a name that's not that uh question two when did you know you were straight this was sent to us from an r smith in eternia north carolina i didn't know it was a real city i thought it was just uh where the gobots came from all right so uh when did i know i was straight yeah look uh you know as Lady Gaga says, uh, I was uh, born that way, right? Which you don't think about. I grew up where that was just no one, you know, yeah, that's the way it was. And, um, you know, they, so the moment where I think you have, it's, it's really a sexual awakening and that's how you know. For some, you might look across at a movie poster of Henry Cavill and you're like, you know, woohoo, you know, that's, a, I like that sound effect. You know, what I, you know what I mean, Petey? You, you know what woohoo means? I uh, have a fear you're going to tell me. Penile erection. Woohoo. Yep. Yep, that's what it means. So I'll, I'm trying to think back to the time, the moment, or the moments where I was like, this is what my mind, body, and soul is telling me I'm going to be in pursuit of for the rest of my life. Maybe. Because, you know early 20s are going to come along some point or another, right? I I think um, it was, I, yes, everyone's good at, for my generation, we'll point to, you know, Princess Leia, still bikini, Hut Slayer Leia, Hoth Leia, I, I was, you know, that 
something about the snow outfit. I don't know. Uh, but plus who she was, uh, you know, that seems cheesy, but it was who Leia was as a character and Carrie Fisher at the time, uh, what she put into the character and, and what she'd come back and put into the character uh, in 2015. And, and so, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, I can't lie. That's one of Star Wars fan, you know? But, and that's how you know, because I love Han Solo, but I don't want to climb into his vest, you know? And that's how, there you go, you know. Other people might want to, you know? So... That's a big key moment. It's a weird it's a weird question for this R. Smith person to ask. But the other time, there's other times, like there's the, the you know the scene in the classroom in E.T. And like E.T.'s watching the old picture and then uh, Elliot is, uh, he frees all the frogs in the classroom and he like smooches that girl. That, that got me too. I was like, I, that seems interesting. And then a little bit later, as I got a little older, now we're kind of starting to careen towards the preteen years, which is, a, you know, it's a bad time for socks, is all I'll say. Um, it was, um, this is a weird one. It was Meg Ryan in the movie Inner Space with... Dennis Quaid, who she would go on to have sexual intercourse and marry with, uh, have sexual intercourse with and marries. I guess that would be the way. I'm not, I'm not writing anything down. And then Martin Short. So there you go. And she had a little, she had like a little overbite going. I just remember I was sitting in the theater. We're watching the theater and she'd do this thing. She'd like have a little, like she'd bite her lip or something like that. And like 10 or 11 year old little Kenny was like, Something about that. So there you go. I'm bearing all. That's the truth. That's the moment I could say safely that I um, that I knew. They do say, though, that sexuality is like a spectrum. It's like a sliding scale. Right? Uh, I think, I don't believe that. I don't, think, I don't believe it's that scientific, Petey. I think that takes the romance and the excitement out of it. I think your sexuality, the actual scale, the actual spectrum is measured by how many drinks you've had. That's what I'm saying. Three, you're doing that number thing you're talking about at the top of the show. Five, ski poles. And I think that's just the way it works. I don't have any research to back that up kind of a aggressively uh, forward question, but uh, that's where it is. We're going to watch Interspace again. It's been a while. All right, one more question here, and then we'll take a, we'll take a break. All right, next question. Question three comes to us from Trey T from Parts Unknown. <laughs> like the ultimate warrior. Uh, why are you so mean to Petey? Oh, I get that question a lot. I don't think, Petey, let's let's hash this out. I don't think I'm mean to you. I just think I want you to be better. Is that fair? I've won three local radio producing awards. I won a free pair of Donkey Kong shoelaces from a box of cereal in the 80s. You don't hear me bragging about it. Uh, you literally have pitched a uh, SNN documentary called The Shoelaces of Glory. Yeah, and it hasn't been greenlit yet. 
Ridiculous. I don't think I don't think I'm mean to you, Petey. I really don't. I just think I want you to focus up. I I just want you to um, succeed to the best of your ability. And I've got so many skills as, as a producer, behind the scenes person, a writer. I've done run run some technical boards, you know, board op and that kind of stuff. And then I start I start when I started my radio career, cell phones were just a rumor. Like a rumor, you'd be around the break room at the radio station going, do you hear that some people have telephones in their hands in their car? Like a car phone? No. No, it's not a car phone. It's a phone that they can fit into their backpack. Like, we're in the future. You know, that's that's when I started radio. So I'm trying to take all that experience and 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 make you come up to that level, Pete. Uh, yeah, but you were, um, Ken. You were uh, you were laid off from your radio job in 1998, and you didn't uh, you didn't get back into radio until like 2019. I never left it. You son of a <laughs> unbelievable, Petey. That's a low blow. That hurts my soul. You wit. Uh, do you want to take that break now? Right there in the gut is where you punch me. Yeah. Take that break. More questions on the other side of this break here on Saturday Night Napsock. Are you ready for the greatest game ever played? Of course you are. This is Futility, the actual game of living. It's dynamic, confusing, treacherous. Futility is the first board game to bring that feeling of living on a day-to-day basis to your game night with hilarious twists and turns. It's the right amount of real life to make you remember it's all futile, so we might as well enjoy the ride. Work your way around the board earning checks while trying to navigate actually living. You could land on a space and be invited into a sex cult a pyramid scheme. Be the parrot to a 14-year-old social media influencer. You'll eventually make your way into the futility zone where destiny awaits. Or does it? Futility, the actual game of living, is not responsible for any emotional stress from contagious laughter. Ideas and jokes made in this game are completely for entertainment purposes and should not be used as small business ideas. If any of the jokes have offended anyone playing the game, please make sure to complain to our hotline. 1-800-NOBODY-ANSWERS-THIS-PHONE. Futility, the actual game of living, the greatest game you'll ever play, where the ultimate goal is just making the most out of futility. It's the next generation of fun in board games. And now here's another true fact about your host, Ken Napsack. He once ate a burrito so large at the Ventana Grill in Shell Beach, California, that the waiter was convinced he was hiding one half of it underneath the table. And now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the uh, last couple questions here on the first ever edition of Get to Know Your SNNers, which I am definitely going to use my veto power to change at some point here. We're starting with me. Other personalities of the program will probably find their way in here. And you, if you are on Patreon at patreon.com slash catnapsock, that's my name. I get it right. Uh, You can submit questions on the Discord. All right. Any level, get in there, support, and uh, you submit a question in the Saturday Night Napsuck section of the Discord for a uh, personality here that you want to hear from, and we'll put them uh, together and uh, and uh, do those episodes so you get to know everybody, all right? All right? No Dutch Allen, though. I don't like that guy. Okay. 
question four. Give me a good one. Give me a good one. What scares you more about living in Los Angeles? Earthquakes or the fact that you've never quite figured out how to act at parties? That was... What? That was submitted by an M. Ellis at the Comedy Store West Hollywood. (sighs) Well, you know what? There's... That hurts. Look, there is some truth to this question here. Earthquakes, though the threat of the big one always does hang over uh, everything you do here, every step you take in the back of your head when you're in Los Angeles, you're like, ooh, is today the day that the earth's going to crack open and I'll be swallowed all the way to Detroit? Like, you know, that's what you think every every day. Uh, but that that's not as scary as people think. Uh, but what is scary to me is is parties and how to act at them. I don't care how... I know you guys hear me now and you're like, wow, that Ken guy's pretty confident in who he is. Definitely has no dark hours and, and moments uh, in his existence. He's probably the life of, of the party. I have too much self-awareness and self-doubt to be confident at parties. And I, quite frankly, don't trust all... All the people who are confident at parties. It's not a bad thing. I just think it's a symptom of, of a bigger problem. But, um, yeah, it's pretty scary. Earthquakes are nothing to me. Again, the threat of the big one literally hangs over every second of your existence in Los Angeles. But you don't, you don't, you just, you just become numb to it. We had one the other night. It was like 4.4 in Carson, California. I didn't even feel it. I just thought, oh, that Don Cuco's lunch is still rumbling in my tummy. You know, that's all I thought. You don't, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't fear them. You know, I worked at the Northridge Fashion Center, which was the site, uh, one of the famous sites in the 1994 Northridge earthquake. The mall was destroyed. I didn't work there yet. I uh, came down and four years later, you know, 17 years Later, I, I was still working there, right? There was about four years I got away. Yeah, don't worry about that. Uh, and, and yeah, you you train your earthquake, uh, your earthquake preparedness uh, training was constant, and you just live with it. But you you, know, you just you're not afraid of it. But you invite me to a birthday party, and I start quaking in my underpants, and and not in the good way. Like it becomes something that I got to work up to, and then I get there. And I'll find like a corner and I'll latch onto the corner. And I do this in elevators too. A lot of people don't, even when they ride with me, they don't pick up on it. I'll go in and back left and then I'll flip around. So that kind of becomes the back right. But if you're looking in at the elevator, the back left, I'll go in, I'll flip around and I'll lean up against it. Almost like I'm sitting on the elevator wall itself. That's kind of what I am like at parties too. Even on the comedy store patio. We're out there drinking where this M. Ellis apparently lives. I I find a corner. Boom. Turn to face everything. A little bit of the power seat issue, right? You want to see who's coming in and out. And uh, I stay there and I don't move around a lot. And I had I was recently, there were some folks uh, in town for a schmodown. That's a, a competitive movie trivia program. You guys hear me mention every now and then. And I am, uh, I'm back, um, I'm back working for them because um, they're still paying a little bit, and I need I need it. Uh, so we there was some people I wasn't involved in the taping, but some people were meeting up at a local eatery, and I would join them there, and it was fun. But I I got to the end of the bar, 
towards the entrance and I sat down, I ordered some food and a drink and I, you know, people came up to me and someone comes up at one point and they go, I'm, I, I'm on to you. I'm seeing what you're doing. You're making all of us go to you. Like you're the king or something. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm the king. It's good to be the king. It's good to be Santa. <laughs> I'm terrified on the inside. A 5.3 earthquake could hit right now and I'd laugh and call it a Friday night. A fun Friday night. And I'd be like, ooh, I hope that was a foreshock. <laughs> you tell me, hey, we're all going to meet up for uh, so-and-so's party. That sweat starts forming and not always on my forehead, you know? You know what I mean, Petey? You know what I mean? Uh, what? Oh, sorry. I, you know, I'm not actually paid to be your co-host, just the producer. That'd be a, that'd be another fee, and I, I, I don't really get uh, well, that. Well, I'm just trying to bring you into the conversation. Petey, that's 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 a little. Too I just think when a host leans too much on using the producer or technical director or board op as a kind of a de facto co-host, it just shows that maybe they're not fully comfortable with being an actual broadcaster. You know, you know, I once, I had a, I once had a very popular podcast about Sizzler. Just so you know. Uh, yep, and. Uh, we canceled it. Well, that's that's only because they closed all the sizzlers. Uh, there's still two open down here. You know what? Give me a final question. Unbelievable. Final question here on the get to know your SNNers. And you're going to be able to submit these questions, much like M. Ellis, Trey T., R. Smith, and Anonymous, which I looked it up during the break. It's someone named Mariano. Uh, first or last, I can't tell. All right, question five. Question five. Doop, boop, 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 boop. Boop, That's not a song. Do you work yourself to the bone because you love working or just love hiding behind the exhaustion you create for yourself? What? What the is this question? Who wrote, who submitted this one? It says, no, it doesn't even say like anonymous. Petey, who submitted that question? You have to tell me, legally. Uh, Ken, you, uh, you submitted that question. Huh? What? Double take? I submitted that question? There's no, I didn't, I have no time to, I'm so exhausted all the time, I cannot write a question and submit it, Petey. Uh, well, you did. Remember when I came up to you in the parking lot and said, uh, hey, is there a deep, dark thought you have and you think about it often at the maybe dead of the night? Remember that? I thought you were trying to be my friend. I thought we were having a heart-to-heart. Oh, no, we weren't. I was trying to get questions for the show. Touche. Well, all right, I'll try to answer that question. Do I love working myself to the bone because I love working? Or do I just love hiding behind the exhaustion I crave for myself? I do love working. I'm the laziest workaholic in the world. I'm, I'm up late recording this right now because I love all of my listeners. And I feel bad when I let them down. I also recorded uh, this week and next week's radio shift. I uh, finished Pop Rocket Radio and got that out today. I appeared on two shows uh, on the Good People Association. And I also started to research uh, three episodes of The Clone Wars that I have to review next week. And also finished up uh, like a little pitch for something with with, uh, Force Center. You know, so... I feel proud about that. Proud about that. But I wish I didn't have to do any of it. 
And I feel as though sometimes, Petey, you probably don't know what I'm talking about because you don't have talent. Sometimes I feel like I, I, the finish line is in front of me and all I have to do is work a little harder, uh, self-promote a little better, and just get the job done. But sometimes I fear, I fear how that might fail. So I just get so exhausted doing everything possible. I also wrote down 43 addresses by hand today to mail out some commemorative four center posters. And I still got 30 more to do. I'm pretty good. I'm the rock of podcasting. Just don't have his money. Um, so this question, there's some truth to this question. I think I create an environment where I'm so exhausted that I can't finish everything I need to do. And it's not a f fear of success. It's a fear of if I get there and I haven't succeeded, then I'll have to deal with that, which happens more often than not, which is the key to surviving in entertainment. Probably anything, including love. But you have to, you have to, you know, overcome things that don't work constantly. I, I have a, a friend in my life, a younger uh, friend, and uh, that, that person's experiencing the kind of their first failed endeavor in entertainment. And they're taking it well, but like, it's like, the, oh, and I don't mean it condescending. Like when Petey uh, started doing that podcast, uh, what was that podcast on mac and cheese? You did remember that the the mac and cheese aficionado podcast? Uh, yeah, my my favorite mac and cheese. Yeah, and it, and it failed. No one's heard of it. Uh, me and my co-host just got a book deal. What? Based on the podcast? Uh, yeah, it's called My Favorite Mac and Cheese: The Book. Who's do you have? A, who's your lit agent? Do you have a lit agent? Or how did you? How did you get that? How'd you do that? Uh, why don't you finish answering the question so we all can go home? Uh, yeah. So. I do love working. I wish I didn't have to do it so much. And maybe if I didn't do it so much, the other things I'm working on would be better. Wow, I have a lot to think about. Get to know your SNNers. SNNers. Get to... Maybe I... Maybe I need to get to know me. Uh, is, it, is the show over? Show's over. Okay. Um, special thanks to all my Patreon supporters for for what you do. Uh, uh, thanks. You can support me at patreon.com slash catnapsock. Sa Saturday Night Napsock is now on Jemmy. Uh, um, now it, it has been. Um, no one goes there. If you want to make a one-time donation to support the show, head over to jemmy.app slash Saturday Night Napsock. That's J-E-M-I dot app. It, it, never mind. Um, big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold. Um he still helps me with a lot of things you guys just don't even know about. And uh, he's a swell cat. And I just like him. But buy his shirts at tpublic.com slash user slash tshom. Uh, and uh, if you like music, got a couple options for you, okay? Uh, you can listen to me on Hall of Fame Music Radio, Newcastle, Pennsylvania, and anywhere uh, throughout the world on the website at hofmradio.com. And then every Saturday morning, uh, oh, excuse me, that's at every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Okay. I'm befuddled. I'm. I'm Stared into the deep abyss. Also, um, check out my new show, Ken Napsock's Pop Rock and Radio. It's on Mixcloud. I get it. It's a separate uh, little thing you got to go to. There's a desktop and an app version. It's really easy, man. It's really easy. It, and I put a lot of effort in that show, and I, I'm so passionate about it. 
and we'll see where it goes. But give it a, give it a shot, okay? Uh, visit KenAppsack.com for more information, including uh, a trip to New York, forthcoming to do some comedy with Mark Ellis and Christian Harloff, Jen Sturgeon, and others uh, in New York City at the New York Comedy Club uh, in the East Village. Uh, go to KenAppsack.com for more information. Follow me at KenAppsack or us at EbbDrive Media. And please do me a favor. Check out the Good People Association by visiting the GPA.fun. Also, check out, and perhaps even more importantly, check out the Kickstarter for Futility, the actual game of living. And finally, be sure to tell a friend about Saturday Night Dab Sock, a show so real it had to be fake. And as always, remember to laugh responsibly. Oh, PDF, can you hand me that whiskey? Damn it. Oh, God. Damn it.